0: Hello, and welcome to the Recon Ride. I'm Dane Cash.
1: And I'm Cosmo Catalano.
0: And we're here for our final Vuelta España show, the week three show. We got 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, five stages left.
1: Yeah, barely barely anything.
0: The Vuelta España, quote unquote, week three, because that's how these things work. I'm never going to stop saying that. I'm I'm never going to not point that out. I think
1: it's a good system, as long as they keep breaking it up with two rest days.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the rest days on different days of the week.
1: Yeah, that's a little weird.
0: I that know. was weird. Yeah. Um. Well, the race, the race got uh, overhauled. I guess you could say sort in of. week two. And sort and of. I think we kind of saw it coming too.
1: I think we did. I yeah. think, uh I think a lot of people did. I don't know that we were that's particularly true. clairvoyant. We, about we
0: shouldn't. It. We shouldn't celebrate too hard. Uh, Primoz Roglic went and won the time trial as he was widely expected to do Uh, but he put a ton of time into his rivals uh, and then continued to ride extremely well uh, showing that he's not just a time trial talent he's also one of the best climbers in this race Uh, he heads into week three stage 17 with a commanding lead two minutes and 48 seconds over Alejandro Valverde Tadej Pogacar 342 back in third impressive ride from him get to that in a sec Miguel Ángel López, the only other rider within seven minutes of Roglic, Uh, he's 359 back. And then several guys are, you know, holding on to respectable GC top 10s, but not likely to challenge. That includes Nairo Quintana, who really cracked hard on stage 16 after riding pretty well throughout this race. Uh, We've we've finally reached a point where one Movistar rider has emerged as uh, the more likely GC contender, and surely that will mean that Nairo Quintana will ride for his teammate, <laughs> <L-M-A-O>. Alejandro <Rene>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's Yeah, it's, it's – it's, there it is – how can I phrase this? It is impressive to see how Movistar manages to just – it's not just that it's consistent, it's that it's consistent and novel, the ways in which they mm. just – absolutely disregard everything surrounding teamwork and strategy and tactics and cycling. And the worst part is we had a Giro where they totally rode like sane individuals and they won that race. Like, Isn't there something to take away from that lesson?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And yet, here we are. Uh, (laughs) Alejandro Valverde does look pretty good, at least for the team. And I think the rest of the team will likely ride for Valverde. Uh, I, I do think the rest of the Movistar squad will be invested in uh, uh you know his chances and also to to the credit of Valverde and Quintana they do a fine job of supporting each other uh publicly you know they don't literally <laughs> air their grievances in the media which yeah, does the, take some restraint
1: there's some bonus some bonus time out there for for least least outwardly uh, antagonistic media commentary That they're totally going to pick up It's going to be
0: yeah. what's uh, the wealth of, You never know what well, There's true. a classification of everything here Yes uh, Getting back to the top of the GC battle Primoz Roglic just looks His lead looks unassailable it, It's his own strength On the climbs It's his team's strength They have been as advertised Extremely strong uh, and, and oh by the way Sepkus just went and grabbed a stage win uh, The other day while also the team has been kind of supporting Roglic, they had they had the ability to just go snag a Vuelta stage win. Uh, is first ever, uh, the good the good yes. showed up as yeah. you pretty much predicted yeah. uh, at well, this he, race.
1: It's it's I don't know. He, maybe he needs to develop a poker face. I just feel like there's a like I I, I commented on how I like his post race uh, interviews, and there seems he's got kind of a swagger when he he knows he's good that he doesn't quite have when he's not good or not as good. I should say he's still pretty good but yeah he he brought it and yeah i that same day i think it was that same stage where valverde was really trying to take it to rolich and you know rolich matched him and all but i i i appreciate the 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 feistiness from the old man there trying to trying to do something to this race where like as we've said like rolich just looks really unassailable uh, it's good to see somebody take a shot at it uh, pogacar
0: has looked extremely strong as well and you have to wonder with pogacar how he would be doing in this race, if not for UAE's uh, crash in the opening team time trial. Uh, of course, Jumbo Visma also crashed in the opening team time that's, trial. I think
1: that's the new strategy here.
0: Yeah, um, that's what you have to do if you want to win a Grand Tour. Uh, but Pogacir has been very impressive and has really fought up there with the very best. He already has two stage wins in his debut Grand Tour, age 20. Uh, the UAE team has to be pretty happy about that. I, I do think the final week, you know, there's really only two yeah, big mountain a, stages left.
1: It's a weird final week. It's not your typical fireworks show.
0: That's true. I mean, there should be good good uh, mountain stages that we have coming up. But I think with the way that GC is currently configured, as far as Roglic is ahead of everybody else, I'd be a little bit surprised to see Valverde, Pogacar, or Lopez, the three guys with even a, a, a small chance of toppling Roglic, Uh, and that's being generous, I'd be surprised to see them really put in any big attacks to try to take the red jersey. I think the way Roglic has ridden so far, as strong as he has been, they're probably going to ride a little bit more conservatively and try to snag a podium spot. Uh, And It it kind of makes sense for Pogacar. I mean, this is his first Grand Tour. A podium would be huge. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he dialed it back just a little bit, or at least just focused on Valverde and Lopez. And I think that's just going to play into Roglic's hands even more. I mean, as far ahead as he is, I, I just don't see them even trying. The battle now is for that that uh, second and third spot, and it's going to be a tight battle. Valverde is in second, but I do think he's going to be attacked a significant number of times from uh, Lopez and from Pogacar. Lopez looks strong as well, um, just maybe not quite as strong as I expected to be coming into this race. Of course, I did. Predicted that he would win the Vuelta España. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. I mean, it's There's still possible. Time. There's yeah. still time. Uh, but it just doesn't look like that's going to happen at this point. I think he's going to be gunning for third overall. He's currently fourth overall. So he does have some ground to make up.
1: Not, not too much though. Right?
0: That's true. I'm yeah. It's like less than 20 seconds. And of course, the current rider in third overall is riding his first ever Grand Tour. So you would think the uh, more veteran Lopez, which is funny to say because he is also very young, uh, might have a leg up. But we'll see.
1: As a, as a former tour, as, as the reigning Tour of California winner, he's really got to focus on next year's Tour de France. And he doesn't want to go too deep right now. That is so. true,
0: yeah. Also, um, he should
1: probably sit down with Fabio Aru and, and maybe talk about doing real good at this sort of thing when you're like 20.
0: Just yeah, right. That's a good point.
1: Make sure. Is there some pitfalls in there, perhaps?
0: I, I think with, with Aru, who, by the way, has uh, pulled out of the Vuelta... The injuries and the illnesses have certainly played their role. So that's where the GC kind of is at the moment. Uh, elsewhere in this race, you've got Sam Bennett already has two stage wins. I think he's going to be able to pick up some more in the coming days. We could talk about that. He better,
1: Quintana's going to win the points competition.
0: This is this is one of my favorite things in cycling, the Vuelta points classification. <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up. I feel like it just doesn't get talked about that much, but it's the best points classification of the Grand Tours because it's the one that can be won by anybody. Uh it, it's not so heavily stacked in favor of the sprinters. Uh, and of course, this race just is never stacked in favor of the sprinters. It's a classification that Valverde is perfect for, but he's, he's only in third in the points classification as we head into this third week. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's the classification where Sam Bennett can, can battle with Nairo Quintana and Alex Aranburu. That, that's awesome. And, yeah. and we're going to continue to see, I think, a tight battle for that points classification headed into the final week. Uh, speaking of the, other non-general classifications, the KOM battle has been interesting in that Angel Madrasso was really impressive in his breakaway stage when he continues to be up there uh, fighting for the KOM jersey. But it is currently led by a rider in Jeffrey Bouchard, who I don't think many people <laughs> would have predicted to be battling for the Vuelta KOM jersey. Uh, he has not won a stage, nor has he really featured much in the finales, but he has been really gunning for those KOM points so far. It's still a tight battle. The final week, we could see more action. I'm hoping we see Madraso up there. Teo Gegenhardt also kind of lurking in the battle, and he has looked really strong. Ineos not really used to coming away from Grand Tours without any big results. Uh, They they do have a couple more opportunities here in the last week, so hopefully Gegenhardt. Will be able to snag a stage when he finished in the top three on back-to-back days uh, over the weekend uh, or, or Sunday and Monday, as it were.
1: No, he was he was looking a little bit more stage. He might have been able to to get up there for a victory, but yeah, you know, it's also I think we should uh, another shout out to a stealth Frenchman because we, we we talked about Bouchard. Nicolas a Day has been having a pretty good ride for Kofidis. Uh, yeah, I mean, ten minutes back, but still in the top ten. Not a guy who. Was on my, you know, not, I didn't have him up there with Wilco Kelderman, who he's leading on GC uh, coming into this event. So.
0: Speaking of King, Kings of the Mountains at the Vuelta, a day was sort of similarly uh, similar to Bouchard at the moment.
1: Oh, yeah. Was way your back. King of the Mountains yeah. way
0: back in 2013 at the Vuelta with, without really, I'm looking at his PCS uh, right now, and I can confirm that he did not finish inside the top. 60 on any <laughs> stages at that Vuelta España other than the TTT of course and yet won the KOM jersey so uh, the fact that he's back here this year and battling for a GC top 10 good on him for sticking with it yeah,
1: how how confusing has this got to be for, for people who are new to cycling this, yeah. this king of the mountains never finished higher than 60th in any mountain stage uh, yeah
0: I think the title of king of the mountains is, is well
1: yeah. Someone this summer had a great quote at the tour. They were they were saying that you know KOM goes to the best generalist and general classification goes to the best climber. Mm, that's uh, which a good point. Yeah, Is fairly true. So I think,
0: I think that with a bit of a with a bit of a caveat or, or a bit of an extra specification, I think the KOM jersey goes to a good generalist who isn't good enough uh, to yes. really be battling for the overall. Which is so often why you see guys like Nikolai Day winning the KOM jersey.
1: Where where would you if you had to put a, a toss up between GC position and KOM winner where where would you put the balance there At what point would you trade At what GC position would you trade in a KOM overall win for Oh, that's your a GC fantastic place?
0: question. Uh, I feel like top ten is is sort of the cutoff because yeah. nobody remembers an eleventh place finisher. But if you finish tenth, you could say you're top ten of the Grand Tour for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. I think yeah. I, I think I agree.
0: Um. All right. So. We've mentioned the the stages ahead. We've kind of talked a little bit about them. Let's get into the specifics of what's to come here over the final few days at the Vuelta España, the last few days of Grand Tour racing in 2019, which is kind of crazy. After this, it's it's like eight long months until the Giro. So I mean, you should tune just, in or else you have a long wait. Races.
1: There, there are non-Grand Tours. There I are swear. non-Grand Tours. There's they plenty exist. of good
0: racing ahead. That's true. All right. Stage 17, Wednesday's stage. Uh, it is a 219.6 kilometer stage <laughs> without a single categorized climb. I think that might be a little bit long for some people, including myself. I, I feel like you could probably shorten this stage f- for a similar result. It looks like a sprinter's day. Yeah, Sam Bennett looks like he could win this one.
1: Although I have to say, Richie, for I was 37 now. He's not young. Has uh, been up in the mix.
0: Props to Ricchese for what he's been able to do. I don't think he's going to be able to beat Sam Bennett. Yeah, I, I still
1: like him better as a lead-out guy, for sure.
0: Uh, stage 18, this is going to be a fun one. It's got four categorized climbs across 177.5 kilometers. They and they're are all weird. first-category climbs. They're so weird. They're kind of interesting-looking in that, uh, well, it's a lot of up and down. Uh, but the, actually, the stage also ends – after the final climb, you gotta you gotta descend off the back of that climb, and then there's a short uphill to the line. I feel like this is going to be a breakaway kind of stage, at least in terms of the stage battle.
1: I mean, t- two of them are plateaus on the top of the fir- the first and last climbs of the day plateau. So you get to the top of the climb, and then there's flatness, and I think it's actually pretty exposed if I'm looking at the Google map correctly, uh, which means it could be windy. It could there could be all sorts of crap. Like that final climb is a Cat one climb. Flat on the top for about, uh, let's say, 10 kilometers. And then, yeah, that descent into the finish, it, uh, tactically, I think it's going to be too weird for the GC guys to try and chase after it at this point in the race.
0: Uh, worth noting that the final climb of stage 18 does finish at 1,830 meters. That's almost exactly 6,000 feet. That's altitude, so that could play a role here. Could see a guy like Lopez thriving in the GC department. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's go with uh, let's go Gegenhardt for this one.
1: Ooh, good, good pick. Uh, I'm gonna go full song again. I think it's it's gonna have the right mix of of uh, uh, aerobic intensity and classics savvy. Uh, I think it'll play well for him. He looked real good winning on stage 16. So yeah, like him again.
0: He looked great, and we didn't really give him much uh, of a shout out or or any of a shout it's out. It's the and-
1: second. Week podcast in a grand tour. He should be in the GC if he wanted a shout
0: out. To be fair, he deserves one for getting his first ever grand tour win 10 years after he made his grand tour debut. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good. Uh, for him to finally pull that off here. I feel like I, I read that
1: on Cycling Tips today. <laughs>
0: Maybe you did. I like that. Uh, I like that you picked him, though. He was definitely the other guy that I was thinking of. We'll see how things go here. Uh, stage 19 could be another sprinter's stage. Uh, the finale is a little bit deceptive, so it's 165.2 kilometers in full. Again, not much climbing. There's a very early cat three, and then nothing for the rest of the day. However, the last kilometer does kick up a fair bit. 15 uh, meters. Yeah, yeah oh, 25 meters. Decent, decent gradient just for the last uh, kilometer. I, it's not as if it's going to be a climber's day or anything, but that just will make it a little bit interesting in the finale. However, there is a sprinter on this start list who is pretty good at going uphill in addition to, to being a pure sprinter. Uh, he also happens to be the fastest sprinter in this race, so I'm going to go with Sam Bennett again to win Stage 19. i
1: going to go with Matthew Vanderpool. He's going to reverse Spanish Armada. It come from Britain over here. This yeah. is a perfect finish for him. Now, it, it I, I also yeah. like Sam Bennett here. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, we, we can talk about Vanderpool to again at Worlds or something.
0: I'm sure we will. Stage 20 It's the last GC day of the race. It's a, kind of a crazy profile in that they start down at 430 meters and then very quickly they climb up into the mountains for six categorized climbs on the day. Uh, the finale is sort of a double feature with some lower lumps thrown in. There's a Category 1 climb that finishes at – kilometer 156. And then there are two uncategorized climbs into a category three finale. So that the final climb itself officially uh, is, is not the hardest climb you'll ever see, but it comes sort of at the end of a section of climbing. Uh, it, it's going to be a GC uh, uh, battle there on the climb, I think. At, at least it will be a, a place for the GC riders to attempt to battle. I am going to go with Luis Leon Sanchez for this one. He's got a, a punchy kind of finish. Uh, he's looked good so far in this race. He finished third on a stage already. I think the Astana team is full of options here, but I'm going to go with Luis Leon Sanchez to take stage twenty.
1: Did you? Did, did, is he older than Valverde?
0: He's not. I believe Valverde is the oldest rider okay. in the race.
1: Well then, I will. I will go with Alejandro Valverde. Uh- Luis Leon Sanchez is not a young man, though. Am I Am I correct in saying this? Yeah, I, I
0: think you're absolutely correct in saying he, he that. He and yeah. Contador
1: were, were going to be the new hotness uh, yeah. mm-hmm. in 2004 or so? Yeah. Five? but Anyway, um, that's a good pick. I, I'm going with uh, Valverde. Um, he's been riding real good. This is a very good finish for him relative to other GC contenders. Uh, if we don't see a break take this, I think it's all his.
0: All right, stage 21, the final stage of grand tour racing in 2019. It should be a sprinter's stage, a sprint battle in Madrid. I'd love to pick someone not named Sam Bennett to spice things up, but I'm not just going to pick somebody else for the sake of picking somebody else. If I think they're going to lose, because I do think Sam Bennett is your heavy favorite to win this stage. So let's go with him for the finale.
1: I am also going to pick Sam Bennett though. For chasey wins it. I'll be super disappointed in myself. <laughs>
0: So there you have it. Those are our stage picks. Now's our chance to revise our overall podia podiums. Yeah. Podia. Podia, I think, is correct. Um you had Roklich from the start, man. I did. I'm pretty It's pretty I'm, impressive. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I usually am really bad at this, so I'm kinda stoked right now. Are you sure but, you don't want to you know, change it here in the in the end? Uh you no, know, it's not, you know. I can't. You can't. You gotta. You gotta let it ride, man. You I think so. Double, they deal your eighths, you eights. You got to split and double down. <laughs> That's just how it is. Uh,
0: and the rest of the podium.
1: Yeah, I, I, I will put. I will put Valverde in second. I I think he's riding good. I think he's. I think he's riding good, man. Like Valverde, I feel like I always have to qualify in a Grand Tour, at least post two thousand nine. Valverde, I have to qualify in a Grand Tour, but he's been riding really good. Uh, riding smart too. So I like him in second. I'll put. Uh Miguel Angel Lopez in third. I I think the the young gun is good, but I think he's about to realize the difference between a Grand Tour and the Tour of California.
0: Ooh. Uh well I'm definitely putting Robus atop at the, the final podium. Uh Valverde in second, and I'm gonna go with a young gun for third, even if I did pick Lopez to actually win this overall just two short weeks ago. Yeah, I think Pogaccio has been riding well enough that uh I believe. I believe in his chances. Alright. We will see how it all plays out. Hopefully, you have a chance to watch as well. It's been a good one so far. Hopefully, we can continue to be entertained, even if Prima's Roglic does continue to dominate the race, which he certainly looks like he should do. This has been The Recon Ride. I'm Dan Cash.
1: And I'm Cosmo Catalano.
0: And that's our show.